Welcome back to the Balanced Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Rinthigpen. You know what, guys? I feel like I say the word thrilled and excited all the time because that is the space that I live in. I'm a very joyful person, so I usually am thrilled or excited. But today, I'm ecstatic for so many reasons. This next guest that I'm about to bring to you is just an example of a pure, honest, raw, and potent human. I have to say, one of my dear friends all the way from Thailand introduced me to him, and he happens to be like, I don't know, two hours from me, drive time, which is extra hilarious. And she said, Nikita, I don't know what you got going on in the next few weeks, but you have to meet this man. He's phenomenal. She had just had an interview on his podcast because, you know, dope attracts dope. So sometimes we all fall in the same ecosystem of podcast hosting, speaking, authoring, and just being in pure mission mode all the time. This gentleman, Omar Cumberbatch, he is the founder of the Health Coach Academy, a professional health coach and radio talk show host. I told you I wasn't playing. And after more than a decade of research and training, Omar said, you know what? I have to help people who are struggling to create a holistically healthy lifestyle that fuels their personalized needs so they can be successful in every area of their life. So he stopped talking about it. He stopped dreaming about it and he got up and he did it. Omar, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? Oh, I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You know, I'm very, very excited. We had such a phenomenal connection and conversation on one of your shows, which you have multiple these days. So tell everybody what's going on in your work world, and then we'll dive into life and love. All right. Yeah, no. So absolutely. Thank you again for that wonderful, wonderful introduction. I hope I live up to it. And I, <laughs> I'm going to try my best. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm the founder of the Health Coach Academy podcast. And I'm also a co-host of this podcast, Burns Fat, which is, as the title alludes to, is a weight loss uh, podcast. But we always used to, uh, to like lead with the fact that we believe that weight loss is a byproduct of just having a healthy body overall. So we touch on many, many subjects that just gets us to lose weight, be our best selves. But obviously, it's health-driven. And we really do believe, of course, uh, weight loss is a byproduct of that. And, you know, I have uh, many clients. I, I do health coaching and I really just want people to actually be their best so they can step into their light, just like the audience that you actually have in front of me today. So I'm really excited sharing some of some thoughts and some ideas. No, I love it. And I especially appreciate you and I had a conversation. I don't know if it was pre green room for one of your shows or in a connection call where you were talking about how honest you had to be with yourself when you decided personally to cut out sugar. Like I remember that. And you know, that's like saying the F word to some people, <laughs> you know, cut out sugar. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trust me. It was an F word for me too. I was mm -hmm. a sugar addict. No mm -hmm. question about it. And where I am today, and when I give that advice, it's unbelievable to me at this point where I can actually even imagine where mm -hmm. I was at th that stage yeah. to think about that. But I, I tell everyone there's plenty of hope. If I could do it, anybody could do it. The truth is, and it's, it sounds so weird, but your taste buds do change. And that's something that there's no way I could have imagined. I was someone who had to graduate from Coke to Pepsi because Coke wasn't sweet enough for me at some point. That's hilarious. And 
that's yeah so that's where i was i couldn't eat a meal without soda you know and, and that was just one of the the basic things with the sugar issues that i had and i mean if i could tell a quick story about yes. just how the evolution of that idea came i'm someone who is very passionate i will do whatever it takes to get from point a to point b but that really sucks when you don't know what you're doing from point a to b and keep on doing things that you're not really supposed to be doing. Um, I was someone who, if I was trying to work out and I, I wasn't getting results, I just think I have to work harder. So, mm. if I was in the gym for an hour, I think, okay, maybe an hour and a half will give me the results that I need. If I was running two miles, I was like, okay, maybe I have to run three. And that cycle was just going on and going on and going on until I stumbled upon a YouTube video who of a guy who was just basically breaking down sugar. Mm-hmm. And then I just stepped back. I was like, listen, at this point, I tried multiple multiple diets. And at that point, I was like, let me try this. I mean, just cut back sugar. I really looked at my diet and obviously, I mentioned the sodas, but my breakfast was a banana, a Dunkin' Donuts coffee with milk and three sugars. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did the math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, we're, and we're talking like 50-something grams of sugar to breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Nikita, what I tell you, when I stopped that, yeah. I, the weight was falling off so quickly that people were coming up to me and asking if I was okay. Like they always thought I was oh, almost wow. sick. Wow. Because it was so fast and so quick. Now, obviously, I'm not going to guarantee results for <laughs> everybody in that context because I still was going to the gym and whatnot. But it was just really that one small change that I made that ultimately created such a cascade of other changes. Mm -hmm. And that's why I just became fascinated with the idea like, okay, if if this, 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 what if I learned something else? And I just enrolled in IIN and that's kind of how the the story starts. Yeah. That's the Institution for Nutritional Health, right? (laughs) Yeah. Integrative Nutrition. Yep. Yep. And that's mm -hmm. a health coaching school. It's it's probably the biggest one out now. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And I had gone there many years ago and they just kept teaching you different dietary theories, which I've been able to help you know my clients navigate in the nutritional world. So yeah. which I, I appreciate that you and yes, absolutely shout out to our teachers on every level. But I appreciate that you're not taking like a cookie cutter approach to use colloquial terms and saying, you know what, this one way is the only way because you've been researching for so many years and you also were a product of your own product and seeing mm-hmm. that everything that might have results for one human may not necessarily work for you in your human, right? And so yes. I love that you personalize things, which people say that, but I feel like you really do it. Like you're really listening to what their needs are and their lifestyle demands. Yeah, I, I could position myself as nutritionally agnostic. I don't <laughs> subscribe to anything in particular. Um, I, I do think they're just by looking at a person's diet, just like if you had looked at my diet, you, there's some blatant things that stand out that you're like, you need to cut that out right, right away. Uh, but for the most part, like we all from different places in the world and we, we grew up and we have genetics that dictate some of the things that we do as far as what we eat and what we're culturally used to and even our body get used to. So I definitely have to take all that into play. There's just not, it's just, you can't have a cookie cutter approach when it comes to anything, honestly. You can't. That culturally competent 
health style, holistic health style is basically what I hear you saying, which as a balance and relationship advisor, that's super important. Like everything we do is bespoke and customized too, for the same mm-hmm. reason. There's cultural things you have to incorporate. There's obvious, like, please don't smoke the crack. Like that's, that's just across <laughs> yeah. the board, right? Like, you know, right, right. don't do some things. I don't care how high your tolerance is. They're just some yeah. things that are not going to help your healthy lifestyle. Um, but in all seriousness, I know you and I were, were talking about, you said you can't eliminate all sugar, which is really important for people to hear because when people hear take something away, besides wanting to say F, to the person to, who's saying like, take, take it away. They also, they think that they can't eat anything but lettuce, which isn't true because that's not healthy either to not have Correct. a healthy balance. And you had mentioned that in one of our like green room tea connection calls. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, and I never try to put that it out. Like I don't eat sugar. That's mm-hmm. definitely not something that I've cut back. And what's interesting, again, getting back to that idea about the taste buds and stuff like my, my urges have absolutely changed. But mm-hmm. I, like now I, I don't really crave the sugar because like it's, it's just not a thing for me. And now I'm into like salty and crunchy. <laughs> you know, that that's my kind of escape now as opposed to how it used to be ice cream, uh, fudge. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to say Skittles. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> of course, and of course, soda. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, you definitely change. And you just cut back, and like you said, with just there's just no sense in thinking that you're going to have to give it up forever because then you're not even going to attempt to do it, and that's like the surprising thing at the end of the tunnel is like you're not going to need it as much as you used to. Yeah, you just have to give yourself enough spaciousness to try something new, and yeah. and see what comes out. Now, I will say because I'm biased because I know you are married, so sometimes when you have a forever lover, your sweet is actually already fulfilled. So you don't need to go (laughs) to physical sweet things when you have a sweet forever lover by your side. So how did your wife, you know, receive this transition for you? Because this was a long time coming for you to do the research and training, you know, practicing on yourself before you decided to go all the way in to a coaching program and then, you know, attract other clients and help them. She had to be standing back saying, whoa, like this is a big difference in your mood, your energy, your physicality, like all of it. How was that for your love life? Yeah, no, it was great for the love life. But I, I want to give my wife credit right out the gate is she has seen me do many absurdities over the <laughs> years and she kind of lets me rock. Right? You know, mm-hmm. she just, she, I, I cannot tell you, well, I'll tell you a quick story just even in that context. Um, I'm not sure if your audience or yourself are familiar with ice baths. Yes. Okay. So she was, I was doing this like 10 years ago Mm. and she was dumping ice on top of me reluctantly, of course, but she's like, you know what? I got to let this idiot do whatever he's going to do. He's going to do it anyway. I might as well support him. So yeah, I want to give her the absolute credit to just kind of standing by me and all my crazy, crazy ideas and experiments on myself. But yeah, she, and I could just say, absolutely, like I said, the benefits, not only for my health, my energy, it was always a benefit for both of us. And, some, and she has partaken in some of the craziness as well. How could she, she not? Sees, <laughs> yeah, when she sees that everything's going on, she's like, you know what, I, I, can, I can rock with this a little bit. I think it's hilarious that she was doing all the ice dumping because on some levels, you're like, 
Yeah, I can rock with that because if you pissed her off, she's like, don't you want an ice bath right now? So I can, <laughs> right? Like, aren't you ready for that? <laughs> Didn't your workout require for you to like soak? Like, come on. <laughs> right? Yeah, but, but you also were ahead of the curve because that, I mean, literally, I think it was yesterday or the day before I just saw uh, one of my clients like sitting in a big, big tub. They have, you know, a huge estate property. And she was sitting in this tub full of it and said, you know, this is her new routine. Now, I I love anything anti-inflammation mm-hmm. because it's important, but I don't do cold. <laughs> so I, I know. Personally, that is probably <laughs> the one that you will have to like drag me to do on so many levels because like it's, it's just not happening, not in this hour of my life. But you were ahead of the curve because it's a, an in thing now. Uh, yeah, like I, you know, the, the intermittent fasting I was doing like 15 years ago. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that the research was out there that mm-hmm. just never came mainstream till recently. So, you know, I, I feel I feel vindicated in some <laughs> sense. <laughs> like, babe, I wasn't completely crazy. I, was I wasn't crazy. Ahead of the science. That's all. <laughs> I was ahead of it. That's ahead. No, I love it. Okay, so you try some things for yourself. Um, that obviously work. You look healthy, you look strong, you look vibrant, you have good energy around you. So obviously whatever you were doing is working. Now, what about for your clients who might come apprehensive because they've tried, you've heard it, you know, I'm preaching to the choir. Oh, Omar, I tried this. I tried that. I couldn't be consistent with this or my schedule, my 12 hours, my 16 hours a day, my traveling, you know, through highways and byways. It makes it impossible. I know you hear this all the time. Yeah. It's impossible to eat healthy and prepare my meals and still have time for rest and sleep and all the other things that I'm supposed to do to complement. So how do you support them with that wildness? Yeah. And that's interesting. Like I said, it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And we as coaches have to address that. And my my go-to question is like, why didn't it work before? Mm -hmm. And and there there could be periods in their life where it just wasn't the time for them to embark on something of that magnitude. And then again, like there's one of the other ideas that I always present after I ask that question and they're in a state to say that they want to have more energy and lose 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. The question... This is really follow up. Like, like, how long did it take to gain the 20 pounds? It's something that obviously didn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. So, if we frame it in a way that, okay, you know, we're going to work on something, small changes, you might not have the time now. Mm-hmm. Maybe your circumstances have changed where you're a little bit better able to take on this kind of uh, uh, journey. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's start small. Like mm-hmm. I, there's just little things that you can do uh, that, that you can fit into the day. Everyone has pockets of time. If you don't believe that, just check out your phone and see how much time you spend on Instagram. <laughs> you know, Right. And just 10 minutes goes a long way. And w- one of the things that's very interesting too, especially in our space, right? Mm-hmm. We always think about this concept that you have to, Go to the gym and stay there for an hour. Mm-hmm. So many people can just break up their workout. Don't go to the gym. Don't don't even bother. Like, do a little bit of body work. Five minutes here, five minutes there. Mm-hmm. Over the course of the day, you'd be surprised. And I always say this is one of the uh, quick tips that I like to throw out there, just to put it in in some context. Everyone likes to say that you have to drink a lot of water, right? Mm-hmm. What if what happens when you got drink a lot of water? You got to go to the bathroom a lot. Yes. What if when you went to the bathroom, you did 10 squats? 
air squats. He's probably talking 100 squats easy in a day. <laughs> and if you're a woman over 40, just saying, <laughs> you can triple that. <laughs> triple that. Right? Mm-hmm. You go on there anyway, right? So just little things to like infuse different kinds yeah. of uh, movements and stuff like that to, to just get into your daily routine. Mm-hmm. There's time. There's pockets of time all over the place. So that's, that's kind of where I lead with that. And, um, you know, w- when, when a person's ready... They know that they there's no such thing as an excuse. Exactly. You know that. It's just priorities. Yeah. It's that taking full responsibility for the growth that you really want. I, I hear you saying that. And I love small habits, like the, the habit stack, which is your re- which you're referencing. It's powerful in every area of your life. Like it mm-hmm. can change things from the bedroom, if you're having challenges there, all the way to the boardroom, your innovation, your leadership, your implementation, the things you decide to let go, you can do that with the same habit stack approach that you're talking about. It is one of the easier things for us to do, but sometimes the easy thing is the thing we resist because it Mm -hmm. feels like, how could that possibly work? Like I'm sure you've heard that all the time. Omar, you just told me to take out the sugar out my coffee. That's not enough. Like I need something drastic. I got to lose 20 pounds in the next two days for this Grammy's dress. All of the fun stories that I'm sure you hear. What's one of the wildest like questions that you've received from your clients, if you can think of one or like wildest reasons that they needed to shed some weight? Um, I didn't think, I'm trying to think if I had something super unusual. I guess they're, they're outlandish in the context of how quickly they want things mm. done. You know, that, that, that's like my biggest thing. Nobody has actually come to me with saying that they need to lose X because mm-hmm. of something crazy. Um, but yeah, time frames are yeah. really interesting. Just getting back to like my earlier example mm-hmm. of like, I want to lose all this weight in overnight and it took me decades <laughs> to gain this weight, right? So I always say too, it's like, you know, I, I can guarantee if I, I can make you lose five pounds overnight. And mm-hmm. people are like, how? I was like, I'll just c- cut off your leg. You know? <laughs> that <laughs> we didn't <part>. say <laughs> we didn't say you're gonna be completely intact, right? You mm-hmm. know, like it's it's really kind of let's let's be realistic. What you know, it's not the pounds. It's right. like what 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 I actually want to do here and yeah. what, what, what I want to feel like at the end of that. So yeah, no, nothing too crazy as far as um, those scenarios though. You're such a lucky human. I hear the wildest <laughs> stories all the time. I'm like, all right, we will not have you swinging from chandeliers that fast. It, you know, got to build up your arm muscles. Let me connect you with Omar. Super batch first, and then we can get yeah, you then swinging. Can get <laughs> oh yeah, well, you're you're in a different space than I am, so I could only imagine. Ooh, Omar, you, the stories. I'll I'll leave them. This is the the kind of sort of PG thirteen podcast. So I'll leave them for after. Um, so I have to ask you because you're a dad too, right? Yes. So you're a husband, you're a father, you're a business owner, you're a broadcaster because you also have visibility because not all business owners also own their own platform, right? And do all the things that you have to do behind the scenes to keep that boat floating. How are you giving yourself permission to pause? Ooh, this is a tough question because um, until recently, I I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was something that I super struggle with. And 
it, it led to like a lot of lot of burnout, a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like I, there was always something about I'm like type A person. I so I have to, I felt like I have to be busy, mm-hmm. and um, almost going back to like how I was just saying, like I, I sometimes used to adopt the personality that I just have to outwork mm-hmm. things. So work is really something that culturally I've always flocked to. Until like really recently, I just said, you know, I need rest. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to to dial it back. So I, I'm definitely prioritizing that now, especially like you said, being a father and married. I realize now that I need alone time. Yeah. Um. So I try to get up a little bit earlier and just just enjoy like uh, a morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, and I I do a lot of things in the morning, which of course then requires me to go to bed a little earlier than That's I right. used to. So that's that's really what I, I've tried to incorporate into my life now, and I, and I could definitely say I reap the benefits of that just mentally and and physically, of course, but definitely mentally, just providing that space for myself to to deal with that, and it, and it, it trickles into the rest of my day. Oh, absolutely! I have to say, when you know, you know, from other conversations, my husband and I have been together over twenty eight years, and when we were younger, he was ahead of the curve, like he. Because he's a creative, he needed to not be overstimulated with, you know, the noise of our toddlers and the noise of me. Because I'm like very verbal, right? <laughs> like I got a lot of questions. I want to process out loud all the time, running thoughts. And yes. he would get up really, he would stay up late. He's an evening innovator is what I call it. I'm, I'm an early riser. So he would stay up late. He still had to get up early in the morning, but he would have like this bridge time is what I called it. At mm-hmm. night, while the rest of the house was sleeping, except for our youngest daughter, because she's him with the sleep schedule. <laughs> so I let them cuddle because <laughs> I wasn't doing it. Um, and in the morning, he would have like a good hour, hour and a half just to himself to, yeah. to write, to download, to process. Like, And when we were younger, I have to admit, Omar, I didn't understand it. I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you trying to escape your life? Come to bed. And he was right, like, yeah. if for me to make sure that all is well. In this home, mm-hmm. in my mind, in my body, in my spirit, back up, woman. Give me my time, <laughs> right? Like, he, you know, we're a black family, so, you know, there, there's that. But he was so honest about needing that time. And then as the kids started to get to that very, I need my mama all the time space, and it mm-hmm. became challenging for me because of all the, I'm a reformed perfectionist. So we had all those layers in the background. Mm-hmm. I started saying things like, mama's on time out. I borrowed it from my husband. He was yeah. leading me in that way. And sometimes we need, as humans, we need our partner, doesn't matter who's first, male or female, whatever. We need them to be intentionally selfish for themselves because it gives us permission to say, you know what? I need that too. I didn't know I needed yeah. it. So I saw the benefits from you and I craved it. So I, I borrowed it. Yeah, no, and it's 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 something that is like I said, both partners can really recognize the need for both and mm-hmm. and just to accept it. And it's not anything a slight against the other person Mm-mm. or anything like that. We 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 need it, and it's something that we should cherish. Yeah. And it's it you you, it, you get more energy to come back together. That's how I look at it. Yeah, it actually taught me a lot in that. So I was even though I was 
uh, I wouldn't say resentful. That's a strong word. I didn't understand why mm-hmm. he felt like he needed it, especially when we were younger. Like, you got all of this waiting for you. You got to <laughs> come on up here. And he's like, let, let me have some time. Okay? Like, get, get in my space. Right. But yeah. I, I saw the plus from that. I saw the benefits and it rippled and I wanted more of that. But if he never did it, I'm not sure how long it would have taken me to see it. So you just doing it for yourself is a gift to your wife and to your children just because of what you're doing by showing that you're a product of the product and what you believe you need instead of saying, oh, I need more space. I need more time. I need you know, time to myself. Instead of talking about it or fussing about it mentally and giving them this energy of leave me alone because you're so dysregulated in your nervous system, you're right, doing right. something about it, which is... For me, the same as what you're saying you do with your clients. Like, let me show you how to do something about this without overdoing. Because sometimes it's just being in a space of receiving. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, it's the beginning of the year. One of the things that I think I've accomplished already is Mm -hmm. not going balls to the wall on my New Year's Mm -hmm. resolutions. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to stick with them way better than I ever had in the past. Not It's like I I had, like, say, five. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do all five at once. Nice. So, I did one. Then I like let a week pass. I was like, all right, let me add this one. And it's completely different from my personality, but it's kind of in the same vein that I'm I'm just changing and I'm not going to go crazy about all this stuff anymore, which has been very helpful, honestly. That's, there's so much, so many layers to what you just said. So what I will say in wrapping up, because you know, I'll talk to you forever and your wife will be like, hello, (laughs) we we got kids up here. Like, come on. (laughs) Thank you for being so honest and so open because what you're saying, the habit stacking, the doing something different than your default is to do, your your old self would have been doing all five at one time and all frazzled because of it. And you're leaning in to a new way of being because you're seeing the benefits and possibilities of just taking yourself to the next level and being holistic at the new space of evolution that you're in. So I honor you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So how can people connect with you? Yeah. Best way to connect with me is uh, if you run my website, omarcumberbatch.com. Uh, all my socials are there. Like uh, you definitely drop me a message or via email. And that, that's really my hub of all that I'm up to nowadays. So yeah, <laughs> omarcumberbatch.com. All right. That'll be perfect. And everything will be in the show notes for any of you who were sitting there going through your refrigerator, saying the F word <laughs> to me and Omar as you're looking at all the sugar that's in there <laughs> and the Coke and the Pepsi and everything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's there. So you can come back to it and you can click the link and you know move through it. So thank you again, Omar. We appreciate you and we value your friendship here at the BBP. Appreciate you as well. Thanks for a great interview. You're welcome. Balance Bowley listeners, uh, listen, I know enough is enough, Nikita. Like this month that this show is being released is Stress Awareness Month. And you probably were sitting here like, you just gave me so much good stress because you made me reevaluate my whole entire life listening to Omar. You're welcome. That's all I can say to that. Uh, I do have to ask you to do what I ask every single week. First, Normally, I say, who's one person that you can think of that deserves to hear this episode that can help change their life and give them the balance tools that they deserve? I am a thousand percent sure that each of you listening to this 
knows at least three people because come on we all got goals we all trying to evolve physically mentally spiritually and everything in between please share this episode with at least three people in your ecosystem that you know can benefit all you have to do is say i heard something dope tune in and listen you don't have to give any explanations no context no pretext none of it please do that that's my first ask my second is enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly. 